0: Welcome to Money in the Market, I'm Hong Bin Jung. Now, Asian currencies have been some of the worst affected in 2023 as economic uncertainty swept across the world because of persistent inflation, rising geopolitical tensions and the higher for longer interest rates, giving room for the U.S. dollar to rise further. Now, despite an uptick in emerging Asian currencies since December on expectations of a potential rate cut by the U.S. Federal Reserve as early as March optimism has waned in the new year as traders recalibrate their bets so will the recovery path for asian currencies likely to be choppy this year what are some asian currencies that are set to outperform in the year ahead well joining us on the phone today to tell us more is jerome tay who is investment manager at asian fixed income team at aberdeen jerome welcome to the show
1: Hey, thanks for having
0: me. Thank you for joining me today, Jerome. You know, Jerome, Asian currencies, you know, they have come under selling pressure and traded near their lowest levels for the year in 2023. And that's, of course, due to higher interest rates, both at home and abroad, uh, which weighed on regional economies. So, without a doubt, Fed's higher for longer stance weighed tremendously on Asian markets. But now that we have, you know, prospects of interest rate cuts, especially by the U.S. Fed, With some pricing and rate cuts as early as march what would that mean for asian currencies
1: yeah i think if you look back to last year you were right that the underperformance did hit on asian fx as a whole but if you zoom in and look at q4 especially you know after market turned a bit more dovish in reading the fed statement the overall asian fx actually did see a decent rally with most asian currencies gaining solid gains with at least uh, more than two percent of appreciation against the dollar looking ahead, the expected easing of monetary policies, not just by the Fed, but across major central banks as well, will likely lead to more capital inflows, especially into Asia. Everything in our house view also believes that the slowdown in U.S. economy this year can be done in a more controlled manner, which would avoid a hard-landing recession in our base case. Hence, the combination of the potential rate cuts alongside the avoidance of a hard-landing recession would generally bode well for Asian currencies as a whole, especially with the dollar starting to weaken after posing three years of appreciation.
0: Okay, so what are some other themes that are set to boost or move Asian currencies as well in the year ahead?
1: Yes, now, apart from a weaker dollar trend, the overall Asian basket should see a different pace of appreciation within the respective countries. Apart from what I've mentioned earlier on, um, some other themes would definitely include the current divergence of growth, as well as our inflation patterns across Asia, the busy election calendar across this region, as well as the potential impact of oil prices, especially from the ongoing conflicts around the world, which could eventually drive from some of the movement in Asian currencies moving
0: forward. I see. So let's dive into some specific currencies now. I mean, looking at Indonesia's rupiah, that outperformed as its fiscal position remained healthy in 2023, while elevated coal prices in the earlier part of the year were supportive for exports. So now that, you know, Indonesia's central bank has kept policy rates steady last week, saying that, you know, the decision was consistent with efforts to stabilize the rupiah exchange rate and ensure inflation remains within target this year, can the rupiah continue its robust fiscal performance this year.
1: Yeah, in the medium outlook, the answer is yes. Um, though there may be some short-term volatility moving into their presidential election uh, um. period. But generally, we do expect the rupiah to not only appreciate but outperform this year, especially given tailwinds from Indonesia's domestic macro positivity. So, for instance, inflation that you pointed out, in Indonesia inflation had already returned back to the BI's new target range of one5 to 3.5% range. And if we look across multiple domestic metrics, Indonesia is arguably in a much better place to be cutting policy rates relative to the U.S., So not only that, the smaller fiscal deficit that they have posted over the past couple of years should continue into this year, especially with the current excess cash buffers that the government has accumulated. So alongside the improvements to their current account balance due to ongoing commodity downstream policies, overall, this should provide further tailwinds to attract foreign inflows into Indonesia.
0: Okay, so given that outlook, should forex investors be buying into the Indonesian rupiah this year?
1: I think that would be subjective on what the investor's base currencies are. Uh-huh. So if you assume that it's a dollar-based investor, then clearly it should be recommended if they can hold it through a medium-term horizon. Mm. I guess overall, having said that, investors should approach this in an active manner and be wary about short-term volatility potentially coming out from global events, especially the potential delay in credit cuts.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. Now, since we're here in Singapore, let's talk about the Sing dollar as well. I mean, it looks like the Sing dollar has held up fairly well against the stronger greenback. And, you know, but last week we saw data showing key exports down 1.5 in December, reversing from the previous month's growth. And, you know, deterring global demand is, of course, a challenge for our local dollar, given the economy's reliance on trade. So will the resilience of our local currency, you know, be tested this year if we see continuous fall in Nodex numbers?
1: Yeah, you're right that the non oil domestic exports is definitely one of the key indicators of um, Singapore's external trade performance and that largely impact our economic growth as well as current accounts of plus However, I think we have to take a step back and probably assess that that is not the only factor that influences the SING dollar. Overall, the central bank, uh, which is MAS, manages the SING dollar trade rated exchange rate policy, and that takes into account both the medium-term price stability as well as growth objectives of Singapore. So I think particularly if we zoom into the recent hike in GST, alongside the still relatively high core inflation, which was just published earlier on, believe that the current priority is placed on the management of inflation rather than growth. So moreover, the Sing dollar nominal effective exchange rate is still currently set on an appreciation pace by the NES. So in short, we do expect the Sing dollar to remain resilient into this year, especially on the back of a weaker dollar backdrop.
0: I see. So what's the overall outlook then on the Sing dollar this year? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we think Sing dollar should continue to perform well this year despite posting two years of outperformance. So apart from the weaker dollar trend, overall we do expect the MES to maintain its tight policy stance, especially on the back of the stickiness in core inflation that we've seen. You know, the MES currently expects economic activities to pick up in the later half of this year. So if that turns out to be right, resulting in less pronounced moderation in core inflation there could actually be potential upside to see further tightening uh, monetary policies by the MAS, which would benefit the CIN dollar even more.
0: I see. Well, you know, then will there be any or also be, you know, big policy shifts from MAS given the current economic outlook? What can we expect from that?
1: Yeah, I think it's really tying back to what I've mentioned that the priority will be placed on price stability, i.e. the inflation. So with the recent hike in GST, you know, our base case expects MES to keep policy at least unchanged over the next six months just to let some of the tightness be affected. However, if the activities do pick up in the later half of this year, there could actually be risk for another tightening, even if the Fed were to implement policy easing.
0: I see. Well, on the other hand, you know, we have to talk about the Chinese B because... Mm. I mean, Chinese stocks right now aren't doing so great to start the year. Well, the renminbi, you know, they have, you know, been under pressure over the course of the year, including 2023, as, you know, monetary policy paths between the US and China diverge. So we've seen a slew of economic releases or economic data releases out of China in recent days. So given those numbers, what can we expect from the renminbi this year? Will it, you know, continue to remain under pressure in 2024?
1: Yeah, I think we, on China's data, we do expect economic data to remain weak in the the near term. But I think overall we are still positive on uh, Renminbi this year. Yeah, if you look at the country's data, the country still runs a very strong um, current account surplus which can more than offset any potential capital outflow. And in fact, if we look at their balance of payment, it's really not as bad as what market is currently fearing. Looking into the details, if we break down the China's share of exports to the rest of the world, that actually rose in 2023 compared to 2022. We think that this will continue to be provide tailwinds to see a strengthening of LNP. And if However, if the dollar does strengthen in the short run, we believe that PBOC will be ready to intervene and try to limit any form of depreciation of remedy if it breaks above 7.3 level against the dollar.
0: I see. Well, other than the currencies that we've already discussed, we've already discussed the Indonesian rupiah, the Singh dollar and the Chinese renminbi. Are there any other currencies that you'll be looking out for this year that investors should take note of as well?
1: Yeah, I think within the Asian currency basket, we also expect the Korean won and Indian mm. rupee to outperform this year. And These are mainly driven by idiosyncratic tailwinds, which would potentially drive larger foreign inflows into their capital markets. So in the former, beyond its high sensitivity to the dollar, the current one is actually expected to benefit from the recovery in exports, as well as the bottoming out of semiconductor chip prices, which we expect to see it prolonged this year. On the other hand, Indian rupee is expected to benefit from narrowing current account deficit, as well as the attractive carry-to-fall characteristics in the FX.
0: I see. And before we let you go here, Jerome, we've talked about currencies, but what other opportunities and value are you seeing in the fixed income space?
1: Yeah, I think overall 2024 will be a better year for Asian bonds and currencies as a whole. Okay. Um, so we've touched on Asian currencies, but in Asian bond space, we do see attractive value in the China South Korea, mm. Indonesia, and India government bonds. So apart from easing monetary policies, there is also a catalyst from a bond index inclusion for India government bonds and potentially Korean government bonds later this year. Particularly in India government bonds, the market has yet to price in the potential policy rate cuts, though India's policy cycle is already nearing its peak. So as a house, we at Aberdeen expect the RBI to start cutting policy rate this year. We also expect uh, more global index providers to either start including or to increase India's weightage in their global indices, and this will naturally drive higher demand for foreigners alongside the already strong local demand that we are seeing.
0: I see. Well, thank you so much, Jerome, for your time and your insights today. Thank you, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Jerome Tay, who is investment manager of Asian Fixed Income Team at Aberdeen. I'm Hongbin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM, eighty-nine point three.